welcome to Ag Creeps, a podcast where we dissect and correct the TV ads that raised us, phased us, and amazed us. I am Courtney, and I'm here with my friend Al. It's me, it's Al. Al, I finally have a answer for your question that you asked me last week. Last week? Yeah, last week. The week that happened a week ago. Yeah, the week that happened a week ago. Okay. You asked me what my favorite theme park ride was. Yeah, you said Indiana Jones. Did you lie to me? I have a new answer. Okay. Because I went to Dollywood and I'm fundamentally changed. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, when I asked you that question, we did rule out Dollywood because we you did. hadn't been yet. Now I've been to Dollywood. Okay. So I don't feel bad. So you don't feel bad. I didn't lie to you. I don't feel you. deceived. No. It's a roller coaster called Lightning Rod. Okay. And this roller coaster is very special to me because it is very fast. Okay. But the special part is the part of roller coasters I do not like is the hill. Yeah. It's very slow and it's like, oh, we're going to get you. Oh, we're going to get you. <laughs> and then you drop very far down. Yeah. Lightning rod is like, you see the big hill. Yeah. But it's not a crawl. You go up that fucking thing like 80K. Ooh. <laughs> like it is fast. Oh my god. It is fast. You hold on the entire time. Colin, our our producer, was next to me and thought that I was dying <laughs> the entire time. And then I got off and said, let's do it again. Oh my god. Um so Dollywood, you have you have now you have now taken Indiana Jones. It's second place. You have gone where I could not follow. Yeah. Because sorry. I was not invited. <laughs> well <laughs> look, you can come to Dollywood anytime you want. <laughs> You just have to buy a ticket and want to go on a plane. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere, baby. And, <laughs> and at the airport and also two planes. Not in this and... ongoing pandemic. <laughs> Dollywood, some masks. Nice. Outside of Dollywood, nah. Buses in Vancouver, nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey, sports fans. Sports fans, I have an ad creep for you. And okay. this is for baby Courtney. Baby Courtney. Ten-year-old Courtney um, found a time machine <laughs> and actually came here and wrote my ad creep for me. Oh. And it was plagiarized from all of their childhood elementary school reports. Very exciting. <laughs> and is it well-written or? Well, I mean, as well as any of my ad creeps <laughs> are written, read as well as any of my ad creeps will be read because I am... I'm. It is Friday night lit. Yes, yeah. It is Friday night lit, and I have a classic cocktail in my hand. I was gonna say classic cock, but that's not. That's for later, baby. Hey. <laughs> okay, friend. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Show me what baby Courtney hath wrought. Oh well. <laughs> By the way, speaking of what baby Courtney has uh, wrought, uh, there is some content warnings. Okay. Um, but I will tell you up front. It is there is child death. Yes. Uh, and blood. Oh. And um, flesh. Okay. So it's graphic. It, there is graphic. There's the first, like, I'm going to say 20 minutes. <laughs> child death, comma, graphic descriptions of. Uh, uh, the child death is not graphically described. But the but other ever, stuff The is. other deaths? Okay. Very. Well, lay it on me, baby. <laughs> hey, you ready? I'm in the splash zone. Oh, boy. There's, well. Oh, no. <laughs> Charles Van Sant was taking a much-needed summer vacation Ooh. at Beach Haven, New Jersey with his family. A little hot boy summer. Beach Haven. That sounds nice. It sounds and very nice. Also like a Hitman level. <laughs> I would say most of these places are probably a Hitman level. <laughs> Do, is any of the Hitman levels take place in New Jersey? 
I don't... Not in the, the games I've played, which is only the most recent three. Okay. At age 23, Charles graduated from the University of Pennsylvania and worked as a broker at Philadelphia's Faultwell Brothers Brokerage Firm. I'm getting old vibes on this. <laughs> oh, are you? Vibes. are you? How? Okay, give, give me a guess. How old-timey? 30s? That's a good guess. We're, we're going older, though. Okay. Buddy. The saltwater taffy, she fresh. Oh, 1890. <laughs> oh, getting closer. <laughs> With a wedding on the horizon, as well as long hours at work, a weekend at the Ingleside Hotel was just what Charles needed. Mm. Sweet Charlie. Refreshing. Refreshing. With his family. With his whole family. His whole family. But his, not his wife? I assume to be wife. Oh. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't proper at the I time. I guess maybe. Maybe not. Was What kind of bathing suit was he in? I don't know. Head to toe. Was it stripies? And yeah. <laughs> those little shorts? Yes. Before dinner on July 1st, Charles decided to take a quick swim in the Atlantic with his Chesapeake Bay Retriever. A plus dog. Oh, I'm very worried. (laughs) Oh, so so worried. Why? Because of what you said about the blood and the flesh. Oh, it's fine. Not him. No, it's good. The dog's fine. Okay, good. The dog is fine. There's multiple dogs in the story. They're all fine. Oh. The children? No. Oh, no. (laughs) Being quite a good swimmer. See, he's fine. Uh, He swam straight into the deep water while other beachgoers watched from afar. His retriever followed Charles into the water obediently, but suddenly made a quick U-turn and began paddling quickly towards the shore. Charles tried to encourage the dog back into the water, but it would not budge from the edge. That dog knows more than you, If a dog... If a dog says, "Mm, nope, Mm, no, thank you, you need to listen to this dog. (laughs) You absolutely need to listen to this dog. Figuring that the dog was just urging him on to dinner. I I mean, I get it, right? Before dinner. The dog's like, we got to go, but we got a reservation. (laughs) (laughs) My dog would. Timbit would. It's six o'clock. Tim's like, it is dinner time. We need to stop fucking everything. (laughs) Yeah. Kibble in my mat, please. Aww. Yeah. See, I get it. I get it. Nothing's fine. It's fine. Charles began to swim back towards the shore. Meters from the beach, only in three and a half feet of water, Charles suddenly disappeared. Dun, dun. What? Huh? Nothing. Okay. The beachgoers could hear him shout, but figured that perhaps he was still calling for his dog, dun, who was... Dun. Huh? Oh, sorry. No, sorry. <laughs> who is now pacing frantically back and forth along the edge of the water. Charles' shouting became even more shrill, and he was slipping in and out of the waves in a forceful, disjointed manner. As if he was being shaken like a rag doll. No! (laughs) Oh no! It's fine. Don't worry about it. Beach Haven lifeguard Alexander Ott was the first to reach Charles. With the help of bystander Sheridan Taylor, Charles Van Sand was finally pulled from the water. Or most of him was. Blood poured from his left thigh, which was completely stripped of its flesh. Much of what was his left leg was missing or mangled. Charles was brought back into the hotel where his physician father tried to stabilize his son. I mean, your dad is a doctor. Also, um, not a hospital? No, I'm a doctor. I can handle it. I'm the boy's father. (laughs) I surely I can handle this. Go to the 
Okay. It's probably back in the time when that, you know, an ambulance wouldn't have been that fast because they didn't have wheels and they had to use their feet. Like, <laughs> it's like Flintstones. Yeah. It's a Flintstone situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, Charles' wounds were so severe that he succumbed to massive blood loss in less than an hour on top of the manager's desk at the Angleside Hotel. Yeah, man, he got eated. Could you imagine... <laughs> Could you imagine, like, someone checking in? Uh, uh, ding, 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 ding. You know what? I think I'm going to uh, go somewhere <laughs> oh. else. <laughs> Sir, your flesh, it's um, gone? <laughs> Charles Van Sant had become the first victim of the Jersey Shore Maneater of 1916. Oh. Now, the Jersey Shore Maneater, I, that sounds like a reality TV show. Yeah. Have you watched that one? I haven't seen no. that one. I'm sure it's coming. <laughs> Most people were unconcerned about the reports of the attack. The local paper, the Ashbury Park Press, was even skeptical that an attack had even taken place. Fake news. Oh, boy. Fake news. Oh, boy. Yeah. They said that the hotel actually did it for publicity. They killed a man? (laughs) No, they said that (laughs) he just died, like, is drowning. And that it wasn't... (laughs) And then who was stripped off his flesh? Um, No, publicity. Okay, so it just didn't, the, the things that, that yeah. people saw and that happened just didn't absolutely. actually happen. Absolutely, absolutely. News don't, doesn't travel fast. There is no cameras. <laughs> there were drawings. Oh, there are so many drawings. Oh my God. Holy jumping friends. <laughs> At the turn of the century, sharks were generally considered harmless. As swimming became more and more popular form of recreation, the average swimmer cared little about sharks, and any tales of attacking humans were thought of as sailor lore and legend. <laughs> I love sailor lore. <laughs> you know, lore. sailor lore. Sailor lore. Big sharks, they're fine. Thing in the water, the big... lots of legs. <laughs> Who knows? They're big fish. They're just big fish. Oh. I love to eat fish. Now, They're not going to eat me. All I can think about is that big-ass stingray from the Mekong Delta. Oh, dang. That's a big boy. I like Actually, that boy. My my dear sibling is just just sent me pictures from the Atlanta Aquarium oh. and saw a fucking whale shark. I love whale sharks. They're fucking 30 feet long. Yeah, they're fucking huge. They're a dinosaur. They're giant. I've seen two. You've seen two? Oh, yeah, you saw two. In Osaka. In Osaka. Fuck. I need to see one. You gotta see. You gotta, gotta be seeing one of these sharks. I gotta, I gotta see these guys. I want to slip into their mouth and take a nap. It looks comfy. <laughs> it looks like a little mattress, huh? Boy, oh boy, oh boy. In fact, even after the first attack hit the news, the first attack, none of the beaches mm. along the New Jersey shore closed. Over the next few days, sightings of large sharks off the coast were reported by sea captains who were entering port along the area, but the eyewitness accounts were dismissed. These are the sea captains from the Sizzler commercial. You do- <laughs> You can't trust them. They're back. They're, they only have eye for value and nothing else. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Uh, I love, I wish anything today would come, me, come to me in the form of a report from a sea captain. <laughs> A sea captain lore? Any news would be good news if it came from a sea captain. Our ye old container ship stuck in the Suez Canal again. <laughs> I told ye. <laughs> I wish. On July 6th, 27-year-old Charles Bruder was taking a break. He was a bellboy at the Essex and Sussex Hotel in Spring Lake, New Jersey. About 72 kilometers, 45 miles, Americans, uh, from Beach Haven. So we're, we're up the coast. Yeah. We're going north. 
Charles was attacked while swimming only 120 meters from shore. That's, that's not... So that, average pool how much is... is that? An, okay, a pool length is about 250. Okay, so there's like half a pool. Yeah, so like if you dive into... You're not even in the deep end yet. No, you're not even in the deep end yet. You can't, yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably can't even see the things they paint on the bottom of nope, the deep nope, end. Nope, 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 The shark hit him once in the abdomen and then came back to sever both of his legs. Yikes. <laughs> that's a hungry shark. <laughs> Uh, the water was so red that the lifeguards and beachgoers assumed that Charles had gone into the water with a red canoe that capsized and was floating just as the at the water surface. No, he was on his period. <laughs> Charles was on his rag. <laughs> and, you know, excuse me for fucking bleeding here. Lifeguards Chris Anderson and George White rode out to Bruder in a lifeboat and Charles passed away from blood loss before making it to the shore. I mean, that was a lot. Yeah. It was a big bite. It was a big bite, folks. This is what um, Baywatch was about. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Just like red canoes everywhere. It's a documentary. (laughs) (laughs) I assume they covered a shark attack. Oh, for sure. Probably like once a season. Yeah. More so than if they actually happened. By the way, shark attacks happen on average in the world two to three times a year. Yeah. Um, and this this brought the average up like 200%. <laughs> <laughs> Patrol boats were now patrolling the coast, but the next attack did not occur, occur in the Atlantic Ocean. He got up and walked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking here. I'm getting out here. <laughs> Little tiger sharks. Instead, it took place in the freshwater of Matawan Creek. Now, non-shark people. Sharks are saltwater. They don't go in the creek. They do not go in f- in freshwater. So scientists assume that the shark came in on a tide, so there was enough salt water that it felt comfortable. Got lost. Um, or they assumed... So the, the assumption is that it's a young juvenile great white, which go up and down the coast all the time, mm-hmm. uh, or even a tiger shark. And tiger sharks have been known to go into freshwater. Oh, interesting. Um, but here's the thing. In 1916, they're like, nah, shark, salt water. <laughs> uh, cr- and this is literally like a crick. Like, a crick, okay. Like old-fashioned. Yeah. Old-fashioned. On July 12th, a sea captain reported an eight-foot-long shark in the creek, but the town dismissed him. After all, sharks were saltwater fish. That's a long-ass shark. That's a long-ass shark. Eight-foot shark. <laughs> and that's a juvenile. <laughs> sharks are big, folks. The sea captain was like, fine, don't believe me. The, the sea captains need to unionize. <laughs> oh, absolutely. We've seen sharks down there. You gotta believe us. It's <laughs> a very Canadian sea captain. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, New Brunswick, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, on the same day as the shark sighting, a group of local boys, including 11-year-old Lester Stillwell, were... Pl- you know I named him, so... <laughs> it's not gonna be good for him. <laughs> I know. I just love a group of local boys. <laughs> I think we need more. I think we need, we need more, more of those. groups of local, local boys. <laughs> roving around. Yeah, just like like packs of dogs. Looking at dead bodies. <laughs> Uh, They were playing in the creek together. The boys reported seeing what they thought was a, quote, old black weather-beaten board or weathered log floating behind them in the water. No, boys, no. (laughs) It was far too late when the boys saw the dorsal fin and realized that the log was, in fact, a shark. 
The boys swam towards the dock, but before Lester Steelwell could make it to the ladder, he was pulled underwater. Oh, no. So they saw it, at least. They saw it happen. And that, you know what? That changed the trajectory of their lives forever. It absolutely did, because number one, at this point, people didn't think, in America anyways, didn't think sharks attacked people. Yeah. Um, And in fact, the leading, like, marine biologist of the area said before these boys identified, like, correctly identified it as a shark, said that it was a killer whale. (laughs) I don't think killer whales, I don't think they are over there. I don't know. No, I don't know. I think they're over here. Killer whale will fuck you up. You get hungry enough. A killer whale will fuck you up. That's true. They will. Dang, son. I've seen what they do to a seal. They're scary. They are very, they were terrifying. <laughs> Mammals with teeth in the water that are huge. Don't like terrifying. it. No, thank you. The rest of the boys ran to town for help and brought back uh, with them several men to the creek to investigate. Watson Stanley Fisher, age 24, was one of the men who dove into the water. Fisher found the boy's body, and while trying to tow it to shore, the shark grabbed him as well. Why would you get in the water? <laughs> because no one believes it's a shark. No one at this point They're believes like... it's a shark. And they thought the boys... I think the the message... Um, one of the interviews I saw in the old, old-timey papers, the that the men who were trying to help the boys thought the, the young man... He died of, like, a a seizure. Oh. And he slipped underwater. That's what they thought. Until (laughs) the other man was pushed underneath the water. The shark grabbed him by the right thigh. God, they love a thigh. They love a thigh. It's, like, just a big, (laughs) thick part of the human body. I guess so. And pulled him back into the creek. You know, it's a drumstick, so. It is a drumstick. I think if I was a shark, that's where I would go to. Yeah. Mmm, dark meat. (laughs) Fisher bled to death, and Stillwell's body was recovered two days later. A boy has died. A boy has died. Four people. Four people. Okay. Uh, 30 minutes after the fatal attacks of Stillwell and Fisher, Joseph Dunn was attacked about a half mile away. He also is also a young boy. Stop going in the water. <laughs> the shark bit his left leg. Mm. Mm. But Dunn's brother, Michael, was able to pull him out of the mouth of the shark. Could you imagine? <laughs> that gave me the, the, the heebie-jeebies. There, there's, like, accounts of, like, literally a tug of war. Oh. Uh, and the shark got joseph dunn below the knee um so none of his major arteries were were hurt so that's extremely spooky uh joseph dunn was taken to saint peter's university hospital in new brunswick from new jersey yes how'd they get him i guess that's well uh, i don't know a boat very fast very fast i guess so he was the only victim who was able to recover he was released two months later hmm um, all the rest, not so much. Well, yeah, it doesn't sound like. <laughs> <laughs> not enough flesh. On the day Stillwell's body was found, President Woodrow Wilson called the cabinet <laughs> meeting. <laughs> we have a shark problem, folks. My man. <laughs> <laughs> Do not think of the Lusitania. Remember the shark. Sorry, sorry. The White House agreed to give federal aid to, quote, drive away all the ferocious man-eating sharks which have been p- making prey of the bathers, according to a July 14, 1916 article in the Philadelphia Inquirer. You can find that on newspaper.com. It's a great read. Government used to do things. <laughs> so let me get this straight. People are getting eaten. We can give you money to stop that from happening. Government used to, like... You should do things, you we know what I mean? A, hey, we can buy a net. 
to catch shark. Yeah. So shark do not come and eat you. Yeah. Government? What? Government now is like, actually, we're going to reverse the shark eating bill so sharks can't eat you. (laughs) Are you sure there are sharks? (laughs) Actually, I think it's, I think the sharks should eat. They're hungry. (laughs) Did anyone think about the sharks' lives, folks? They're alive, too. Headlines of the attacks hit the front pages across the U.S. And for the first time ever, panic about sharks gripped America like never before. Steel nets were put up, funded by the federal government, by the way, (laughs) were put up across beachfronts and sharks were plucked out of the ocean in the name of hunting down a man-eater. Luckily for the sharks, the U.S. entered World War I nine months later and completely (laughs) replaced any public interest and newspaper headlines. Phew! Look, the sharks are sweating here. They're like, look, it's just one little, it's one one young guy who fucking ate ate four people. (laughs) You ate four people. Uh, So uh, don't worry about us. And uh, they go absolutely ape shit. There was, they're not sure about, there was a lot of sharks taken um, afterwards. Like people saying they claim they had the shark. There was a shark that was taken and it, they claimed that there were human remains in it, but it wasn't for sure. Mm. Um, that shark was probably long gone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, probably a juvenile, probably great white. That's what they say. Do you think it swam across the ocean and then it shot Archduke Franz Ferdinand? <laughs> no, it's 1916, folks. <laughs> uh, I know. It bit did, it. It, did it sink the Titanic? Who knows? It bided its time for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it was in hiding. Let's get in here. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. That was the shark part of the black hand? Who knows? <laughs> we'll never know. Only history will tell us. The fever and panic that came from the New Jersey shark attacks faded away from the public eye. Stories of man-eaters once again remained in the realm of seafarers and the <laughs> Navy. Right where they belong. Oh, boy. <laughs> in fact, during World War II and into the Cold War, the U.S. Navy began a, quote, research strategy for the development of an effective shark repellent. Oh, <laughs> this is true. This is after the USS uh, Indianapolis sank. I don't know if you've heard about that. It sounds vaguely familiar. And during World War II, like f- 1945. Sharks was ate a- it. Uh, uh, it was torpedoed by and uh, by the Japanese. And um, the, the, the men survived in the water for four days and were just plucked by oceanic white tip sharks. You're in there. Yeah. You're in their water. About 150 of them. <laughs> Listen, you got you to gotta, you gotta break a few eggs to make an omelet. In, in the shark's eye, you are a stew. Yeah. You're it's, in the water, you're man. You're a stew. And you go in the water. The shark's allowed to eat it's you. It's just like, hey, if you're in there. That's maritime law. <laughs> the Navy wants to change that. <laughs> they are hiring Adam West to make a shark repellent. <laughs> Uh, 1958 was also the beginning of the official shark attack files, the first global attempt to document attacks. Wow. Get Mulder on the case, folks. Oh, my God. Uh, For the most part, sharks were left alone by the public and by popular culture. The summer of 1916 was forgotten by the majority of American beachgoers. Until, that is, June 1975. When Jaws was released, and once again, a surge of public attention in sharks began to blossom once more. The movie, quote, generated an unprecedented 
audience response of excitement and terror, writes historian Beryl Francis. The idea of marauding sharks became entrenched in the psyche of bathers around the world, creating a fear that the media exploited. Oh, Jaws were big. My- media. <laughs> Um, my parents love to tell me the story of how they first saw Jaws. Mm. Um, they were camping, as they do, as young hippies do in the 70s. And I think they were in, like, Montreal or outside Montreal. Mm-hmm. And they had no idea what the movie was because they had been out camping. Yeah. So they go see this movie and we're fucking terrified. <laughs> uh, they would not let, as a young kid, would not let me in the beaches of North Carolina. Really? Yeah. They were absolutely terrified. Wow. Yeah. I, when I would go in the, I'd be like afraid to go in the water. My mom would be like, you're fine. But my mom also studied marine biology. So probably yeah, so it was fine. had a better handle on the shark situation than. Our sharks are not as nasty as, as those sharks out east. Yeah. We get like little dogfish and stuff. They're cute. They're cute. Little green, we got a Greenland shark. Yeah, he's old. He's old. Not not those big boys. Not the Atlantic <laughs> big boys. <laughs> not I those man eaters. Not those man eaters. Based on the titular book Jaws, novelist Peter Benchley based his story on the 1916 man eater. So that's why the yeah, whole is a whole that makes shtick. sense. It's a whole shtick. Uh, Peter Benchley also was quoted in saying like he didn't know a lot about sharks when he wrote Shocking. that book. <laughs> The intense fear of Steven Spielberg's movie generated led to real-world consequences. After the film's release, shark populations plunged as trophy fishing and shark fishing tournaments sprang up across the United States. The average fisher could catch a shark without a big boat or expensive tackle, firm in the belief that they were catching man-eaters. You don't need a big boat. Mm. Sorry. You don't need a big boat. You don't boat. need a big boat. You know, you ask for a bigger one, don't need it. You don't need it. When I was growing up, mm-hmm. everybody's worried about these guys. Yeah? Sharks? In the, well, culturally? Yeah. Culturally, yeah. Everyone yeah, yeah. was like, these are a problem. We gotta do something. Even out here? Even out in the in Pacific Northwest? Well, not like in a literal, immediate way, but just, you know, the, everything you see on the TV yeah. and whatnot. I wonder why the Pacific Northwest didn't have a killer whale-like thing. Because those are scary. Yeah, but they probably, like, had enough to eat. Yeah, they're fine. Sharks are like, hmm, what are you? Seal? (laughs) I will eat you. Sharks, I guess, are more dumb than... Than orca, too. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Orca orca get it. They can get it. They know seal and human. They know. Shark's a fish. Shark is a fish. Killer wheel. Not Not a a fish. fish. Not a fish. (laughs) The practice was so prevalent that the populations of many shark species were dramatically reduced over the next decade. Quote, the movie helped initiate that decline by making it sexy to go catch sharks, said Georgia Burgess, shark biologist at University of Florida. It's not sexy to kill a shark. It's sexy. Mm. Okay, but, okay, but real, but for real, real, 19, like 1980s, 1990s, those boys wearing those shark tooth necklaces. Ugh, yuck. (laughs) Was I a boy in the 1990s wearing a shark tooth Netflix? Absolutely. Not my vibe. Absolutely. I was one. With your little puka shells? Oh, dang. I remember, like, buying my first shark jaws. Ooh. Like, I got I got one in North Carolina or something, and I was so, I was so, like, sexy. You're really so more cool. into, like, wolf skulls over here. <laughs> <laughs> seal skulls. Yeah. Skill, seal parts. Yeah, you guys don't have, we don't have, like, a cool fish over here. What's the cool fish over here? Calibut? I think all fish are cool. Well, you're wrong. 
dumb. Oh Fisher nerds. Heart. I don't know. We got we got lots of cool things on the shore. We got sea stars. Um, I guess. Which I used to be afraid of. Are they sexy? I got five legs. <laughs> you know the sex... Okay. I gotta admit, the beaches of Ukula and Tofino, they do have the sexiest beaches because it's a bunch of buttholes. It's so true, yeah. All those little, like, sea squirts and sea anemones. <laughs> just a bunch of buttholes, baby. Yeah. Sexy. <laughs> sexy, sexy. Four more Jaws sequels and a decade yeah. of graphic... <laughs> Not all of them great. <laughs> and a decade of graphic media imagery of sharks and shark attacks followed. In 1967, an article appeared in the Sydney Morning Herald, the Australian one, mm-hmm. under the headline, A Perfect Killing Machine. The article described how the word shark on a front page of a newspaper immediately stimulates people's fear, regardless of years of shark attack-free beaches. The article's conclusion was, quote, they want you to be scared because fear sells. You know who I think is the perfect killing machine? Who? Man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> interesting take. <laughs> now, Australia gets way more shark attacks than we do. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, in fact, they get they get the majority because they have the great whites. Yeah. That are cruising around. Uh, uh, but, like... Again, they only get one, two, three, four. Four is a big heavy. Year. And probably from people doing things they weren't supposed to. And nowadays you get shark nets, like, and the sharks don't mess around with it. So you have to be really. A shark sees a net, it's like, no way. Why would I even? No thanks. Look, there's a bunch of tourists chumming over there. <laughs> I can fucking just eat a bunch of chum you and to... get my picture taken. <laughs> you allowed to chum in the water? <laughs> I thought, yeah. I thought that was against the rules. <laughs> Honey, when I <laughs> when I'm on my period, only <laughs> this is why one cable channel decided to bet its entire ratings on the fact that the public loved to be scared by sharks. In 1988, one year after the Sydney Morning Herald art- article, the Discovery Channel introduced. Shark Week. I knew we were going to get here. Baby. You know we're going to get here? I knew we were going to get to Shark Week. <laughs> I love Shark Week. I am not shocked. I <laughs> I did tell Al before this, this is an article written about from my childhood. Yeah. Shark Week was a big one for me. I will tell you about... I have a history written in in the ad creep. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. What's your feelings about Shark Week? Uh, I never really got into it. Never? No. I really? saw the commercials. I was like, I don't know. Not my thing. Um... Okay. This is interesting. Yeah. You weren't into the sharks. I didn't really... What kind of kid were you? Were God. you a dinosaur kid? Well, um, I was like a, a forced dinosaur kid. We were forced. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, because mm-hmm. my dad is very into paleontology. I think there's... I think I would say five kids. Yeah. If we're going to, like, like, spe- okay. like species, okay? Shark kids. Yeah. Dinosaur kids. Yeah. Cat kids. Mm-hmm. Dragon kids. Horse kids. I think I was. I would have been a cat kid. Were you a cat kid? Yeah, I was a cat every year for Halloween. <laughs> every year. Almost every year. Was that just you wanted to be a cat or? Um, it, it was. It caused me less anxiety because <laughs> you picked cat. I am cat. I'm cat. Um, and I wouldn't wear face paint. I refused. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, because I had like sensory issues. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Did you have a tail? Yeah, I had a tail. 
Um, and ears. And ears. And a black. I just wore all black. You could have been a raccoon for all I care. Well, I, I didn't have stripes on my tail. Okay. I guess that's right. Were you black? A black cat? Yeah, I was a black cat. Okay. Because I, I also had black cats. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, that's cute. That's very, very Thank cute. Thank you. I'm very cute. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see these pictures. Oh, I'm there somewhere. I'll okay. dig them out for you. Folks, folks. <laughs> Al's parents, if you're out there. No, I have all the photos. <laughs> oh, do you have all yes. the Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> okay, you put it up on Twitter. Yeah, I'll find it. I'll uh, find a picture of me as a shark. Okay. I have so many. You Really? You dress yeah, up yeah, as a shark? Yeah, I dress up as a shark. <laughs> oh, my God. You were a shark kid. I was... Okay. I was such a fucking shark kid. And then briefly, briefly, like... 1992, of course, I was Dinosaur Kid. Yeah. But then right back in Shark Kid mm. until literally grade, I'd say, 11 or 12. Wow. Because I wanted to be a marine biologist. I wanted to be an ichthyologist. Ithiologist? Yeah. Until my AP chemistry, no, AP biology teacher said, no, you would never. <laughs> not for you. No, you cannot. <laughs> You're not good at it. Oh, and then no. that's it. And then I killed my dream and I never. That's so sad. I could have lived a different life, Al. I kicked ass at marine biology. We had a marine biology like special class. class. Oh, fuck. Damn. <laughs> I thought I was good at biology and my biology teacher's like, don't even try. <laughs> Your ass at this. Could you imagine if a different timeline yeah. I'm a marine biologist living on the sea. Mm-hmm. Cute little hat. Could you imagine? You, you could be the sea captain. I could be a sea captain. The beard I would wear. <laughs> there are many variations of the origins of Shark Week. All of the sources feature a bunch of male execs huddled together, drinking in a bar or gathered in a hotel suite, trying to brainstorm a way to get viewers during the, some of the hottest days of the summer, when the television-watching audience preferred to be outside. Mm-hmm. My favorite Shark Week origin story comes from Tom Schieber, who is a 20-something new hire brought onto a brainstorming session for the non-executives at Discovery. Siebert was not taking the meeting or thought process seriously. Quote, I was thinking, what is the worst idea I can come up with? <gasps> no. <laughs> this sounds this sounds about right. Siebert said in an interview, what is the lowest common denominator idea I can offer up as a sarcastic joke? <laughs> sounds like me in a meeting, actually. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, there's a vibe to it. <laughs> <laughs> when it was time for him to offer up his ideas, he said, quote, look, we all know the bigger the animal, the bigger the ratings. If it can kill you, that's what's best. So why don't we just air shark shows all summer? <sighs> Whatever the origin, the first Shark Week aired July 1988. It has wow. since become television's longest-running event in history. I didn't realize Shark Week was so old. It was very old. Wow. I know. That's because the Shark Week we know and love maybe love now is not the shark week back then yeah no it's yeah. very shark week is like shark week yeah oh we're gonna talk about it <laughs> quote i don't think it would have lasted if it was quote tiger week or bear week executive well bear week maybe bear week <laughs> we have bear week it's called pride yeah <laughs> executive producer brooke Runette said in an interview i think sharks are one of the few things left in the world that are really wild and mysterious and they are genuinely awesome. Okay, like, first of all, there's so much stuff in the ocean. You've been down deep? There's crazy... We don't even know don't what even kind of stuff is down there. We don't even know. The giant pirate's home? That thing's cool as hell. Dang, dang, dang. You seen that fish that the eyes are in this head? Whoa. You, you seen, seen that, that guy fish? with the light bulb? He's dang. got a freaking light bulb. <laughs> you seen those male fish that are parasites, the female fish? Yeah, baby. Fuck. Man, fish are cool. Fish are cool. Fish is cool as shit. <laughs> 
By the way, I have a marine biologist uh, uh, brother-in-law. Mm. He studies worms. Yeah. Not as cool. Not as worms. <laughs> How are the worms? Worms. <laughs> Actually, I think bivalves. I think he studies bivalves. Oh, I don't like bivalves. <sighs> Sharks, though, man. So cool. They're guys. Yeah, <laughs> they are guys. Because the Discovery Channel of the 1980s was based in science and, you know, discovery. <laughs> The first episodes were based on both science and history. The first show ever in Shark Week's history, Caged in Fear, gave viewers a glimpse of the process of building and testing a motorized shark tank. With just 10 shows in the total lineup, Discovery Channel's primetime ratings nearly doubled from their normal summer average. You can still see on YouTube Caged in Fear. Yeah. And it's really like, it's like just a bunch of fucking nerds. I remember those shows. And yeah. Like getting in the cage and going to the water. Yeah, it's get like, in the cage, go make a chum. Make a chum. Just make a chum. Again, in the water? Make a slurry. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to chum in the water. <laughs> you're not allowed to chum in the pool. It's America. <laughs> <laughs> the first years of Shark Week winked and nodded at Jaws tributes as in its commercials and advertising. But the content was heavily devoted to the science of conservation and correcting common misconceptions. Programs like African Shark Safari, uh, Sharks on the Brink of Extinction, and The Man Who Loves Sharks. Oh, it's like the fucking octopus guy. An octopus man? My my octopus teacher. What? (laughs) Okay, tell me about this. Well, that was a Netflix movie. Was it? Yeah, it was about a guy that liked octopuses. Some would say too much. (laughs) I would say too much. Yeah, some would say. I think it won an Oscar. I don't Did know. Did it really? I can't remember. So I'm talking oct- directly out of my asshole. O- octopode, and it loves, it just is was very good. The man, he, he loved he the octopus. The octopus taught him about life. It was Did like it? really sort of an eat, pray, love kind of situation, <laughs> but I guess like tentacle, tentacle love. I don't know. <laughs> octopus, octopus love? Yeah. <laughs> I got it. Tentacle, tentacle love is something completely <laughs> different. <laughs> Folks. Do not Google. Or do. I'm not your mom. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, They were all designed to diffuse cultural stigma that had been developed in the media since the 1916 New Jersey shark attacks. Good. Good. Yeah, it's good. good. Throughout the 90s, Discovery Channel actively invested in Shark Week, hiring top documentarians, photographers, and videographers, and put them in the field with real marine biologists. What? Wow. That's cool. That's cool. Thanks to this funding, some of the best footage of sharks in their natural habitat were gathered along with highly detailed data of how sharks feed, swim, and live. Scientific discoveries were also funded. In 2001, Discovery aired a program called Air Jaws. (gasps) Yes! Which featured great white sharks breaching in never-before-seen footage. Cool. Have you seen that? No. Literally, they like... Like whales? Yeah, like fucking whales, cool. dude. So it's a, a very small... I think it's La Jolla, California. There's a very small strip in California, in the Pacific Ocean, where these juvenile great whites breach to attack their prey. Cool. And no one knows fucking why they do it in this one area. So it's the... I remember watching this. <laughs> they make these surfboards... Like that look like sea lions, and they towed them behind the boat, and the fucking great white shark, eight foot great white shark, leaps up and grabs them. Cool. So fucking cool. So fucking cool. <laughs> uh, this behavior was captured for the first time thanks to Discovery's high speed phantom camera, which captured footage a thousand frames per second. Damn. So it's dope. You can, again, you can see it's called Air Jaws. I'm gonna There's look many this of them. For sure. Fucking dope. Um, 
So I want to just talk about real quick. I I'm sad that you do not have a history of Shark Week. No, I'm not a shark kid. I'm so sorry. I have a in, deeply ingrained Shark Week in my childhood. <laughs> when I was little, and I'm t- again ten, we lived um, where we had a, a, a hot tub. My parents were cheap, never heated it, mm. but we still used it as like a little tiny pool. And so during Shark Week every year, my dad would bring the little tiny little TV that they had in my parents' place. They would he would bring it out, set it on the table outside the hot tub, and my entire family would be in bathing suits. That's so watching cute. Oh my Shark god. Week. It was such a it was such a moment in my life. That That's so cute. And we would like eat snacks and like watch Shark Week and Eat raw raw oh, meat. Eat raw meat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I would I would strip my siblings' flesh yeah. uh, from the bone. Uh, <laughs> As you do. As I do. Uh, life was good, man. Yeah. Dang. And so that was like 90s, early 2000s, right? Mm. Shark Week, like a lot of media in the early aughts, began to suffer growing pains. It became a gross homunculus of every type of 20th century TV cliches that were up and coming. Celebrities... Food shows, baby animals, nudity, brand extensions, and god-awful CG. Yeah. The shows started to make a downward trend away from science and history and towards speculative and sensationalist. In 2013, the headlining program of Shark Week was Megalodon, The Monster Shark Lives, a documentary-style show that tracked a massive shark responsible for a rash of attacks off the coast of South Africa. The marine biologist featured presented the idea that the shark could actually be a 60-foot relative of the Great White, which just happened to be extinct 2.6 million years ago. But really, it's fine. Megalodon's cool as hell, man. Man, they are fucking cool. <laughs> In reality, all evidence, all footage, and even the scientists featured were fake. Something that may have not been completely evident unless you saw the ending disclaimer. It became the most watched program in the week's history. I remember this. It was a big deal. Do you remember that? It was a big deal. Megalodon was big, baby. They're like, hey, well, because that one guy said the biggest animal gets the most viewers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. Great white shark, big. That's cool shark. Bigger great white shark? You fucking kidding me? There's a book I read. Actually, my dad gave it to me like as a young kid mm-hmm. it's called meg and it was ex- about this exact thing yeah it's like, hey what if d- deep down the shark's still there and i'm like yeah fuck. everybody wants, yeah everybody wants to believe dinosaurs still exist well they do they're called sharks no, and alligators birds oh yeah they're called birds <laughs> but these sharks were around back then i think that's pretty cool mm. these like little guys they're they're still going They're still going. They're still going, and I like that. I'm (laughs) proud of them. Quote, Megalodons were real, incredible, fascinating sharks. There's a ton of actual science about them that is well worth a two-hour special, said uh, said an editorial in Discover Magazine, written Mm. as an open letter to its own network. Mm. You choose instead to mislead your viewers with 120 minutes of bullshit damn i that that article that letter open letter is in my sources mm. it is worth the read Ooh, I'm gonna check a that fucking out. shark nerd is like <laughs> look megalodons are cool you don't have to make up a this is about the same time where i don't know if you remember animal planet did that thing about mermaids oh yeah Do you remember that? yeah yeah same, yeah yeah oh my god by the way same people same producers Ugh. yeah it almost sounded like um you said megalodong 
Megalodon. <laughs> That's the porn? It's the porn. Yeah. Of the shark with the big... He's still out there. He's smanging. Wow. <laughs> Aline O'Neill, Discovery Channel's group president, defended Shark Week's more sensational programming. Quote, the culture right now has certainly evolved to kind of appreciate the fear factor of sharks. The channel's programming, she said, reflects, quote, America's appetite to absolutely be challenged on fear levels and fantasy levels and mystery levels, which I think you see throughout the television universe right now. The four words, the culture right now, chilled me to my very bell. <laughs> the culture right now is very bad. It's bad. It's bad, hey? But Sharks is good. Sharks is good. Why can you make Sharks bad, though, Discovery Channel? Yeah, please don't. Please do not. <laughs> if America had an appetite, then Discovery Channel continued to deliver the schlop. Now, Al. Yeah. I have been listening to a lot of Jordan Jesse Go. Okay. And within their uh, their scope, they mm-hmm. have a um, what I love is their multiple choice bit, mm-hmm. uh, where one of the hosts give a multiple choice of a bunch of names. Mm-hmm. One of them being uh, f- one of them being fake, all okay. of them being real. Uh, we're gonna do the opposite. Oh, okay. Uh, I have a list of real Shark Week shows. Okay. That have appeared on Discovery Channel between. 2013 and 2022. Oh my god. I have added one show that is fake. Okay. That you made up? I made it up. Okay. Uh, actually, our producer helped. Oh, And okay. I'm very proud of him. Very good. Uh, so you need to tell me which one is fake. Okay. I'm going to give you a multiple choice list. Okay. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. Big Sharks Rule. Shark Academy. Great Shark Chow Down. Shark After Dark Colon Live. Mythbusters versus Jaws, Jaws Strikes Back, Return of Jaws, Spawn of Jaws, The Real Sharknado, Shark Cam Stakeout, Top 10 Shark Down, Voodoo Sharks, Zombie Sharks, The Haunting of Shark Tower. <laughs> that one get you? Great White Shark Babies, Pig versus Shark, Jaws versus Kraken. Michael Phelps versus Great White Shark. Shark Beach with Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Return to Shark Beach with Liam Hemsworth. No! Shark Week, Jackass 2.0. Yeah. Shark House. Shark of Darkness, colon, Wrath of Submarine. <laughs> Mission, colon, Shark Dome. Great White Serial Killer. Sharks in Paradise. Sharks Gone Wild. Shark Beach, colon, Violent Shark Sex. Mecha Shark colon Love Down Under. Alien Sharks of the Deep. Alien Sharks colon Greatest Hits. Guy Ferretti's Feeding Frenzy. Shark Tank meets Shark Week. Naked and Afraid of Sharks. Yeah. 700 Sharks. Then why the fuck? Why the sharks gotta fuck though? (laughs) Why the the sharks gotta be horny? (laughs) Uh, So one of those are, are, uh, are fake? Yeah. So, um,. Do you want to? I think. Do you want me to? Do you want me to give you the choices again? No, I've got them. Oh, you got it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You don't want me to? If you it? want to, uh, it's up to you. It's up to you. Do you I, want me to, I have a choice. Do you want me to read again the whole list? <laughs> I mean, I've already made my okay, decision. Okay. Okay. Give me the. Give me the decision. Shark Tower. Incorrect. You mean the haunting of Shark Tower? Yes. That is a real episode of Shark Week that is on in two thousand twenty-two. What's the tower? 
I do not know. Oh, it has not aired yet. We oh, gotta watch. No. We gotta watch. Okay, you lose. I lose. Yeah. Do you not gonna tell me which no. one was fake? Mm-mm. What? That's how the game works. No. Yeah, that's how the game works. That's a that uh, it, it. I'm irate. <laughs> Sorry, that's you. Okay. You lost. Well, I'm gonna change my games to be. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's how the Jordan Jesse go. Oh, is it? That yeah, he just doesn't find just, out? You just don't. Okay. Uh, folks, uh, uh, tweet at us which one is fake. Yeah. Yeah. Can I have another guess? Yeah, this is because I love you. Guy Fieri. Incorrect. That is, uh, that is a real... I thought it was too perfect. It is t- fucking too perfect. <laughs> okay, uh, if you are a listener, you tell us which one is... Yeah, you let us know what yeah, you Yeah, let us know. This year of our Lord, 2022... Shark Week begins this Sunday, <gasps> July 24th. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. So you can find some of the ones I, I named, you can find this Sunday. Oh. I will be watching. <laughs> it has been 106 years since one rogue shark surfed its way along the New Jersey coast and plucked four people into its depths. Cultural adoration for Shark Week hasn't waned in the slightest. Ratings continue to climb each year. But the scientific community has taken an increasingly critical stance against it. Quote, at its best, Shark Week educates people about the most misunderstood animals on our planet while inspiring them to protect the ocean, writes Wired writer David Schiffman. But at its worst, it perpetuates fear and misunderstanding. Mm, Mm -hmm. True. Yeah, true. True. Yeah. I mean, how could you have fear and misunderstanding with Tiger Beach colon violent shark sex? I can't believe the entire thing you not one time mentioned yeah. about punching them in the nose. Oh, how if you punch them on the nose that... Yeah, I want to know who made that up. I don't know. But it's really the eyes. You should go for the eyes. I mean, always. Anyone. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Sharks are like people. Go for the eyes. <laughs> they say that like the eyes or the nose is like sensitive because it has those electronic sensors. But that's mm-hmm. not true. Just go for the eyes. Or reach into its mouth. Okay. Wow. <laughs> so, there are so many Shark Week ads. I'm excited to see what you picked. I have picked, I spent all today finding, I think, the Shark Week ad that encapsulates what Shark Week is today. Yeah. Uh, or at least in 2017, because that's what this ad is. You ready? Yeah, I'm so ready. Okay. So ready. If you would like to watch it, you can go to, of course, to our sources. Woohoo. We'll return after these messages. event sunday july 23rd on discovery welcome back to the show wow 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 
Uh, it was between that and a Shark Week ad with The Rock. No, this was the choice. This, this was, was absolutely the I, I like, choice. I see what they did there. Yeah. Um, Can you explain what happened? Okay. So, <laughs> ba-da-da-ba-da-da-ba-da-ba-da. Uh, it's Seal. <laughs> He's singing Kiss from a Rose on a stage. Now, we know it's Seal. If we, if we didn't know, A, who sang the song, and B, who the man Seal is, there are two people in the audience saying, It's Seal. I love you, Seal, just in case. Heidi Klum's former husband. <laughs> <laughs> just in case we were just in case seal yeah i like seal yeah um Who i was really into this song yeah. when i was in like middle Fuck. school such a gay anthem too it's about addiction i think oh is it yeah <laughs> i just meant that it was in batman and robin which oh is yes a gay, absolutely, absolutely 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 gay absolutely. anthem yeah mm-hmm. um but yeah so seal's on there he's 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 singing everyone's cheering yeah he leans someone hands him a rose i yeah. think and a big old shark Comes up out of the water, takes a big bite out of the stage, takes him with it. Yeah, bye. And then the the it says, "Still a bad week to be a seal." Yeah, he's not a seal. He's the seal. (laughs) Shark week. FYI. That was, but it's a, yeah, it was a tight little commercial. Yeah. They've always had a knack for advertising. They have, it's 30 seconds and it's like, you know, you're going to see a big shark. You know, you're going to see that shark. And it's like, woo, shark week. Oh, you're going to have those teeth, you CGI. I got to tell you, the lineup this year, I uh, kind of want to watch Shark Week. <laughs> I mean, I haven't watched Shark Week since those, the hot, since like, the I was hot gone. tub days. The hot tub days. Um, I do need to know about the haunting of Shark Tower. <laughs> That's on. It's on. <laughs> Let me look it up. Let me look it up. Maybe you... I'll come over. We can watch it. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. Yes. 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 Please. Oh my god. Um. I what, would... what else can you like the cultural zeitgeist around Shark Week? Like, yeah. What? What do you What do you feel about it? What do I feel about yeah. it? Sharks. <laughs> they're smooth. Um. Only one way. Only one oh, way. If you touch them the other way, they're they're not rough. like those reversible sequins. No. They're rough like sandpaper. Mm, that was one smooth. of my favorite, favorite shark facts growing up. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can touch sharks one way, but to not sand the other. a table with this bad boy. Yeah, yeah, but only in one way. <laughs> but only in one way. Um, I okay. I would love to know on like the current Shark Week. Yeah, how, I'm bringing it up by the way. What percent of sharks shown on Shark Week are CGI? That is a very, very good question. Uh, by the way, uh, Haunting of Shark Tower is available right now on what? Discovery Plus. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. By looking at it, like, <laughs> by the way, Monday the 25th, Air Jaws Top Guns. They're going to put mustaches on those shirts. <laughs> or they're going to put guns on them. <laughs> uh, and at 9 o'clock, Great White Serial Kill, Fatal Christmas. You can't. You can't. We can't be doing the... The animals aren't serial killers. <laughs> no, they... they A, they don't kill more than one person, usually. And B, they don't have the thought. No. They just hunky. But the kind of person who, like, watches that is like, we should put sharks in jail. <laughs> Is is that prop propaganda? <laughs> <laughs> okay, bud. It's 2022. It's 2022. Yeah. Shark Weeks, this was the ad for this 2022. Is, no, no, this is the ad for 2017. Oh, okay. Oh, I man. did not Seal's show you that. has been gone ads. for a while. Yeah, I did not show Yeah, he's been dead, eaten by a shark. <laughs> I'm sure that I've seen him and stuff, but okay. Uh, <laughs> that's CG Seal. The CG Seal. Um, um, so 2022... As you know, do you want me to just to tell you the lineup? Sure. Okay. There's so many. Well, I mean, you know. 
Jackass Shark Week 2.0 is heavily featured okay. in this year. Okay. Uh, also, Shark for Jaws versus the Blob. Sure. The Blob? Yeah. Shark- or like a Blobfish. Shark Woman colon ghosted by Great Whites. I forgot about that one. That is a real one. <laughs> I should have included that one. Oh, my God. Uh, it's just very good. It's a, the whole lineup is like, what if MTV was for sharks? It is a lot of that. It is a lot. There are, like, some, like, the sh- The challenge. Sharks. <laughs> sharks on the challenge. Yeah. Could you imagine? It'd be sweet. And then they do the trivia challenge, and TJ yeah. would be like, I love this one. <laughs> Um, my TJ Lavin impression. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. What's the what's how are we advertising Shark Week, friend? I think what we're doing. I think we're switching it up. I think we're done with fear of sharks. It's over. It's played out. It is over. It's hurting. It's sharks. like I'm so tired of it. I yeah. think it's like we love sharks. Um, we do love sharks. We want to kiss them on their little noses. I want to give them a little smooch. Uh, and we want to dress them up in little outfits. God, I wish. <laughs> God, can you imagine? <laughs> I, I would it, I would dress a shark up in a cat costume. I dress a cat up in a shark. <laughs> um, I think. Oh man, look at us, shark kid and cat yeah, kid together, yeah. together at last doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think they should make a promo that's like an Animal Crossing game, but it's all sharks. Your friends are all sharks, <gasps> and they live in little pools that you could decorate. Wow, I would buy that instantly. Yeah, instantly. Did I ever tell you about the time I was in San Diego and this was back when there was a Discovery Channel store? Mm-hmm. There was a Discovery Channel sh- uh, store with a book that had like a, an encyclopedia of every shark. Mm-hmm. And I memorized it. Of course. At age 13. Yeah, as you do. So I know I knew every shark. Well, I think in the game, the sharks will tell you little shark facts about oh, them. So God. you'll go up to one and, and you'll be like, hi. And he'll be like, my skin's smooth, but only in one direction. Yes! <laughs> yes, queen! <laughs> and then you can catch other little fish to feed them. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And uh, so I think the commercial is like... Uh, I think you start with so like is Discovery the, Channel putting out this game. Yeah. Okay, I see. They're putting out this game to advertise their new... Like, we love Sharks Week. We love Shark Week. We love Sharks Week. We love Shark. One. No. No. All of them. All. <laughs> <laughs> and then the very first um, thing that they'll put out, besides yeah. the game, like the first programming, yeah. will be like a piece about how actually, like an exonerative piece about the man-eater shark from yes. 1916. Oh, it wasn't his fault. It wasn't his fault. And it'll be like a VH1 behind the music. He's just a baby. He's just a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. We love sharks. We love sharks. So it'll be, yeah, the commercial's like video of the gameplay of yeah. all your little... Well, no, first it's like a giant shark takes a bite out of the screen and yeah. what's revealed is the gameplay. And it's like, actually, sharks are cute. We oh, love them. Sharks are cute and we do love them. If you you look into the eye of a whale shark, you oh. don't tell me they're not the most perfect beings they're on the They're sweeties. Earth. They just want to eat the krill. Yeah. That's all. That's it. That's all they want to do. god i want to watch shark week so fucking bad now well i can't give you that but i can give you a local ad yay so okay i have a really good local ad for this good um this hobby of yours my hobby your hobby of sharks of sharks um and this ad is also from new jersey (gasps) oh this is perfect thank you red bank new jersey red bank new jersey okay let's see them Hi, this is Arlene from Hobby Masters in Red Bank. 
I'm hiding on our enormous second floor so that pesky Charlie can't find me. He'll have a tough time finding me here amongst all these model railroads. Trains, LGB, Lionel, MTH, HO, N-Gage, and we've got all the accessories like buildings, and biggest... And we can repair and restore your trains. Hey, where'd Arlene go? Hobby Masters has thousands of models. Wooden ships, vinyl monsters, plastic and die-cast models of just about anything. I'm gonna hide downstairs with the game's telescopes, rockets, RC, kites, puzzles, and science. Hiding from Charlie in our giant game department is clever. Ah, but not clever enough, Arlene. Even Magic the Gathering, Warhammer, D&D, Mage Knight, murder mystery games, poker tips, casino supplies, and all our other games can't hide you. I'm using our binoculars to spot Charlie. Not if I spot you first. Radio control, cars, boats, planes, and trucks will hide me. Arlene, not even slot cars, metal detectors, paintball, paint by numbers. Even if you go back upstairs to the models and trains. After all, Hobby, Hobby Masters, Masters is 7,000 7, square feet on two, two floors. floors. A paradise, Al. <laughs> A fucking paradise. <laughs> this is Hobby Masters. Yeah. They had fucking everything. I love Arlene and Charlie. Oh my gosh. They're I assume they're a couple, or will they, won't they? <laughs> okay, I gotta go through everything. Yeah. Hobby Masters, you think it's just trains, right? Yeah. No. Model planes? Yes. Okay. They got telescopes. They got telescopes. They got Warhammer. They got binoculars and night vision goggles. Are you fucking they got fucking metal detectors? <laughs> Every hobby. Slot cars? Folks, remember there are seven thousand square feet on two floors. That's a lot of feet. That's a lot. T- baby Courtney would have a fucking field. I think day. regular Courtney would also have. a field I day. also baby Courtney is right. Re- hey, step step behind the curtain is regular <laughs> Courtney. I love hobbies. hobbies I'm a big great. hobby yeah, fan. I'm a hobbyist. I'm a hobby. Of what? Just hobbies. I'm a hobby horse. I'm a hobby. I just love stuff. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I love stuff. Boy. 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 Uh, If you want to watch that ad, you can go into our sources. If you have an ad of something that just piques our interest as babies or not, Mm -hmm. you can email us adcreeps at gmail.com. You can also get us on Twitter. What's our Twitter? At adcreeps and on Instagram at adcreeps. Yeah. Uh, And on our Twitter, you'll find a link to our Kofi where you can drop us a buck or two if you want to help us with our... um, hosting fees and i want to give a special shout out to toby and to tyler for mm. uh giving me some ice cream money oh did they give you some ice cream money yes, yeah thank you yeah yeah uh you know research is tough i had to read a book again <laughs> you read a book about sharks so it wasn't really so you were more. into it i was okay, like great. so into it i was like fucking so into it <laughs> It itched that primal brain that oh, I have yeah. not felt since, like, shark brain. 1996. <laughs> shark brains are very small, actually. Uh, that's a little fact that old shark yeah. will tell you in a <laughs> video game. Uh. <laughs> okay, are we done? We're done, folks. Yeah, until next time, we are Shining, Shining Off. Word for my spouse. Do you know what my favorite shark is? What? The goblin shark. Oh, that little freak. <laughs> that little fucker. You know he's up to the You know weird that shit. you know that guy. <laughs> you know that little guy. Uh. <laughs> he's like, who me? <laughs> I'm the goblin shark.